quite often in life, God can make a situation so uncomfortable that you have to do something about it, (laughs) which he's very good at. And so, Hello and welcome to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. We are an online community of Christian women in business and we are aligning our businesses with God. I'm your host, Sarah Jane Neeson, and I wanted to create a platform where women can come to be inspired to learn from women who have been there and done that and know what it's really like to run a business as a Christian and what it means to them. I would love for you to join us as we get into the meat of the word, share the love of God and grow our businesses like never before. For more information about becoming a member, visit our website www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au. Looking forward to sharing these podcasts with you and helping you to grow as a leader and a business owner like never before. Good day and welcome to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. SJ here and I am extremely excited because today I have our first foundation member on the podcast show. Woo! So a big day for Christian Women in Business, a big day for the lady that we get to interview and a big day for you because our first uh, foundation member is an absolute cracker. So um, I'll do a little bit of an intro and then we'll get into it. Beck is her beautiful name and Beck is the founder, creator and ideas factory of Raw by Beck, a series of group fitness classes designed to shred fat, build muscle and change body composition fast. They started as a fitness class run out of a hired gym space. Raw by Beck exploded into the fitness scene and is now boasts its own studio on the south side of Brizzy. Oh, I wish I lived in Brisbane. As well as offering online eight-week body overalls for those unable to train in-house, a bundle of energy and zeal for our life, Beck has set out to dramatically change the fitness industry as we know it. With a passion for agility and making people fittest, leanest and strongest they've ever been, Beck has a heart for people and um, a desire to change mindsets of health and fitness, all whilst pumping out revolutionary workouts paired with blood pumping music and an electric atmosphere. Oh my goodness. Welcome to the show, Beck. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so, so much for having me. I kind of, um, listening to that, I was like, oh, this chick sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a minute. That's me. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It is such an honor. No worries. So you've had two classes already today and have organized someone to take your third class so you could be on this podcast show. So we appreciate that very, very much. Oh, no, thank you. Thank you. It is my pleasure. So tell us all about your story. How did you get started with this amazing thing, like movement of fitness that you have happening in Brisbane and now on the internet? Well, I guess essentially, um, if we want to rewind back to probably about 2009, 2010 was when I was graduating high school, going into university. I was absolutely in love with the fitness industry because as a teenager, learning to get healthy and lose weight and all those things that kind of happened with puberty and just absolutely fell in love with it. And 
God gave me a vision, I think a few years into uni when I was studying business. It was like a body, soul, spirit center. And I still see the vision now, but it was this place that people could go and train and exercise and feel completely welcome and whole in every element. I noticed with obviously being a gym goer and with being interested in the industry, I realized just how cosmetic, fake and cutthroat per se it can be and almost quite uninviting it is for people and intimidating for those who are not I guess on the on the inside um (laughs) which is 90 percent of the population (laughs) and so I had this vision of this place where human beings I, I feel as though we're we're really in tune with we are a spiritual being and God has designed us to be that way. But as a spiritual being, you have a mind, you have a body and you have emotions. However, quite often we forget to look after our bodies as a temple of the Holy Spirit as part of that. However, when your body is functioning at its best, you're able to outwork your purpose the best. So I had this vision and I could see it so clearly and I was so passionate and driven by this that my mentor, I actually spoke with her about it and I said, I have no idea what to do. I have no idea how to get there, but I just know that if I could do anything in life, it would be to change the fitness industry. And she said to me, you really don't need to know what that looks like or how you get there. All you need to know is that this is your preparation phase and this is your opportunity to prepare for when your time comes. So I spent my entire university degree, I studied my Cert 3 and Cert 4 in fitness. So I had my qualifications. I did that on the side. And so I started working throughout uni as a personal trainer, a group fitness instructor for commercial gyms. And all of my assignments that I did, I tailored them to what it is I knew I wanted to do. And so I learned everything I could about the industry, forward and back, up and down, dissected, researched, everything. Uh, Graduated uni and actually started working for one of the largest churches up here in Brisbane as PA to the executive pastor. And doing that, I was able to put my business degree to use in terms of I was able to do a lot of event management work. Um, I learnt accounts and just a few different things like that that was I didn't realize at the time mm-hmm. was preparing me it's <laughs> <laughs> good like that and because I loved the industry the fitness industry so much I um worked before and after hours in the gyms still teaching classes and training people until it got to the point that I actually needed to make a decision both jobs were growing and I needed to make a choice which industry it was that I was going to pursue so it was a massive leap of faith but I gave my two weeks notice and I stepped out and went I want to chase the fitness industry. I didn't know what it looked like, but I was actually offered a full-time position to work as a personal trainer at one of the local gyms here. Did not think I ever wanted to do that as my full-time job, but I just knew I had to get into the industry somehow. And so started doing that. And obviously to work as a personal trainer, you need to have your own business, which is the setup that um, the gym was that I worked at. 
So set up my ABN, got everything set and sorted and started my little personal training business. Yay. Yay. And very quickly I found that there was this, this roadblock that I came to where I was still teaching group fitness classes for gyms. And with teaching group fitness classes, you're paid for the class, you teach the class, and then you go on your merry way. Personal training, that was my business that I could grow. However, I very quickly found that my group fitness classes – were in my prime time personal training time. Uh, I could very easily earn more working as a personal trainer, but my heart was for the group fitness classes and that's what I loved to do. So I came at this roadblock where I went, what on earth am I going to do? I felt so stuck. And I think quite often in life, God can make a situation so uncomfortable that you have to do something about it, (laughs) which he's very good at. And so I posted on Facebook that I was going to run small group training classes, four people at a time, did this whole big post about high intensity interval training and how effective it is. And I just put it out into cyberspace to see who it is that would be interested in paying $15 or whatever it was to do this 30 minute session with me. Within 12 hours, I had 23 people booked in. Wow. Uh, Yes. So I started running these on on the gym floor, four people at a time, cash in hand, really, really um, simple. And very quickly, it became my personal training business was running these little classes. But then I was that radical little girl in the middle of the gym who actually started becoming a bit of a disruptor to everybody else because we were getting a bit too noisy. I had people coming in and out and all the other trainers that were working there were like, oh, can can you maybe go in the group fitness room? Like, can you go use the group fitness room? And so I approached the gym that I worked for and I said, hey, look, can I please – um." use the group fitness studio when it's available because I'm taking up too much space on the floor. And they said, yes, you can, but you need to pay for it. Oh. <laughs> and so, okay, absolutely. Yeah. So compacted my however many classes it was that I was running per week on the gym floor to one time slot in the week in a studio. And I paid per hour for the room. And that's when my mind started to tick where I went, hang on a second. I'm doing one hour of work now where I used to be doing about 15 hours and I'm earning the same amount of money. And I was like, I think I'm onto something. (laughs) And long story short, it started growing from there. And as this thing started growing, I started taking up more time slots of available space. Um, I then set up a company. I named it Raw. I started creating choreography to music because I noticed that the thing that was missing in inspiring people in just a regular session was the music and the inspiration and the encouragement that goes along with that. So I then started creating choreography, which then became choreography notes, which then became a replicable product to other people, which meant I could then train other people up to do what I was doing to then split my time. And it just kind of grew from there to the point that 
we were running too many classes across the week in a hired space and it was time for me to put my big girl panties on and actually move into my own studio, which we moved into a subleased space was like the baby step for me because I have bootstrapped this thing from the beginning. We went from a higher gym space to a, like a warehouse studio space that I was subleasing off another company. Um, which then enabled me to grow it again. And then December 1, 2016, so late last year, we moved into our first official Raw by Beck studio. Yay! Um, which is such an incredible win. And it has been two years. So April 2015 was when I ran my very first four-person group fitness class in the gym to now. So it's been nearly two years of blood, sweat, tears, everything, praying, committing, chasing the vision to what it is now that it's its own studio where we're now starting to expand. So I have two other trainers underneath me and we've got three that we're training up at the moment to expand. We run, I think, 14 or 15 group fitness classes per week. We offer five different types of classes, everything from cardio, strength, core, stretch, rehab, um, metabolic conditioning. We run eight-week challenges. We've launched online. Um, We've just launched Nourish by Raw, which is food like meal prep um, where we do salads. We have apparel that is actually we partner with a rescue home in Cambodia that is linked with the church that I used to work for and I train the majority of their staff. They have just opened their own sewing center um, where they're educating the girls on how to sew so that they can be reintegrated back into society where they're safe from sex trafficking. So they actually design, make, and produce all of our apparel. That's Um, awesome. Yeah, so then the apparel funds the home. And, yeah, that's kind of where it's at now and so nowhere near where my vision is, but it's getting closer and closer every step of the way. So that's that's kind of where I'm at. That's awesome. What a story. All in, like, a space of almost two years. Like, that's incredible. And as you say, I'm sure a lot of blood, sweat and tears went into that, especially because you're a fitness instructor, so there would be a lot of sweat anyway. (laughs) Sweating every day. Oh, (laughs) jeez. You must be a little bunny on AAA batteries just bouncing around every day. (laughs) Every single person almost every day asks me, um, they call me the energizer bunny and they say like, how is it that you do what you do? And literally all I can say is, I think it's the grace of God <laughs> <laughs> and that I love it. <laughs> so, yeah, because yeah. I've seen some of your videos and you get like right into it. It's not like oh. you do your classes half-hearted either. And if you're doing like two or three a day, you must eat like a machine. Seriously. <laughs> we try to track what it is us trainers eat and we stopped at I think about 3,000 calories a day or something. <laughs> <laughs> but having uh. said that, we, um, we eat because we obviously promote the 
we it is holistic so we eat to nourish our bodies and to perform at our best so we eat very very well very very clean but we as a result of it we just are able to eat almost till the cows come home which is great yeah seriously i have gone into the wrong industry here because <laughs> well, in mine you get fatter <laughs> ah, well that's right actually um one of the biggest things that i think i've heard resonating over um a lot of women in businesses you know they start their business and their health goes by the wayside yeah um i have not had that issue <laughs> Thankfully. Uh, well, take one for the team, girl. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> so what are your five tips that you would give someone um, that's about to start in your industry or five tips even for us women who are just sat at home all day going, uh, yeah, another day sat behind a computer? <laughs> Absolutely. My number one tip um, is that you must love it so much that you would do it for free. I know when I first started, it didn't mean the morning how many people showed up to my class because it meant that I was getting a workout and I was talking to the three or the four people that were there. And at the end of the day, if only one person showed up, it didn't really matter because I loved what I was doing so much that, you know, I'd do it for free. And there is going to be times in your business where you're going to be really challenged and you're going to be asked, how badly do I really want this? I know, especially last year, I had a really, last year was a very challenging year. We had some legal issues um, with the company and just with wanting to expand and build. And there was quite, there was probably about three months there where it looked like it would have been much easier for me to just go work nine to five somewhere else. But at the end of the day, it made me stop and realize that this is what I'm called to do. And I love it with every fiber of my being. So I would fight for it. And so that's what I would definitely recommend is what do you find yourself thinking about? What is it that you would do if, you know, it was the only thing you could ever do and you actually didn't get any money for it if there was no money needs in the world? And if that is your business, then chase it and pursue it with everything that you have because the reward is so great and remembering that you're not doing this for you that you're doing this because it's it's God's purpose for you and it's what he has put you on this planet to outwork and if you don't do it he'll go find someone else yeah. <laughs> my next tip I guess is really general and it can go across the board but it's be the best of what you do and then show people that you know your stuff in the most humble of ways the industry especially the fitness industry it's saturated with every every man and his dog um, wants to be um, the next fitness guru, and I'm sh- I'm sure that every industry is the same. So it is your responsibility to be the best at your craft, um, to be consistently upskilling and researching, and then have confidence in the fact that you you do know, like believe in who you are as a person and what you know, and everyone else will believe you. And then at any time you are questioned, reiterate that and go back to remember that, yeah, you, you do know what you're 
what you're um what you're talking about research be humble um but then consistently strive to be better my next um tip is more for those in the fitness industry but it probably could go for a lot and that is that the fitness industry i believe is 30% science 70% personality people are searching for relationship and they will go with you or they will um choose to put um, their service with you as opposed to someone else because of that connection that they've had with you. Yeah. Um, so I can do all of the research. I can know the groundwork. Um, I can, you know, have the, have everything created and set in stone and have the processes there and the systems. But at the end of the day, the thing that's going to generate your business is that connection that you make with your clients. And so make sure that you're consistently looking at ways that you can better their life and they will be with you for life in the process. The number one thing that we get in reviews with Raw is that it has a community feel um, and that the second that they walk in, they feel so welcome, they feel so safe, which is what people don't get at a commercial gym Mm -hmm. so people will be willing to pay a premium price if that's what they're searching for yeah and that if that's your target market then make sure that you keep that at the forefront of your mind and in your company values my next tip tip number four is to listen to your clients listen to what it is that they're searching for and that'll give you a really good indication of what it is that you need to be doing to improve your business. And also with the fitness industry, that also goes along the lines of say I could be creating a workout and I have five people come to me saying they've got sore knees. And so that could kind of make me stop and go, hang on a second, I need to make sure that I'm putting in the choreography notes for my trainers, the options, like the lower options for those who are maybe a little bit newer, which means you'll then maintain your membership base um, because they won't all be injured. (laughs) Um, but then also listening to what it is that people are wanting, you know, is it a time slot? Is it a additional service? Is it a mums and bubs class? You know, it could go across the board with whatever it is that you offer. You could be missing an entire niche market because you just haven't taken the time to stop and ask what it is that your current membership base or your client base would like from you. Um, and then my fifth tip is to always strive to be ahead of the game. The fitness industry is moving at such a rapid pace, especially in today's society and everything that we're doing is just moving so fast that you can very quickly become yesterday's news. If you don't consistently upskill yourself, research and keep ahead of the game, But I think as part of that too, it's also getting um, around you a team that you trust to be doing those things for you as well. I know you can quite often get so bogged down. And one of the biggest mistakes that I made is that I stayed in the, I guess, quote unquote, high school mentality that I needed to stay off social media when I was working, which I still do. And I'm still learning to find the balance of being very active on social media without being a consumer on social media. Yeah. Um, 
So I now have my PA. She's just received a promotion where she is now also our digital coordinator. (laughs) And she literally gets one additional hour in her week to scroll Instagram. And she researches, she likes, she comments all of my members are hashtagging and sharing photos and I was missing so many of them because I was so busy running the business. And because of that, people, you know, feel as though they're not getting that connection with you. So now she is on the cuff of those things. And so little things like that where it's thinking ahead and thinking what it is that I need to be doing to be staying ahead and, yeah, relevant and one step ahead of the bat because, tomorrow's businesses have not yet been created. So what does my business look like tomorrow? I need to be looking for that right now. Yeah. They're awesome. So just to recap, we've got number one, uh, you must love it so much that you do it for free. Yep. Number two, be the best at what you do and show everyone that you know your stuff. Number three was it's 30% science and 70% personality. So if people fall in love with you and your business over the actual thing itself, which I think is completely relevant in all aspects of business, depending on what type of business you've got. Four, listen to your clients. So important to get feedback so that we can learn and improve. And then five, always strive to be ahead of the game. Perfect. Awesome. That's cool. No push-ups for me today. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, maybe you should just anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I'm squatting right now as we're talking. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. (laughs) There'd be a lot more grunting if I was squatting while we were doing this. I was going to say, you don't sound too puffed. (laughs) Um, Awesome. So how do you incorporate God into your business? I think it would be easier for me to answer how I don't incorporate God into my business. Sure. You answer Um, it however it suits. Yes. Well, essentially, my business is my business because it, it is my purpose. This he is my God is my reason for doing what I do. He's my every breath and I am consistently in conversation with him daily, but it it is impossible to not incorporate him into my business. I think essentially also because of the type of business that I'm trying to run where I'm trying to be the hands and feet of the fitness industry to this generation. And in order to do that, I am needing to show them who God is through me. So every day I'm humbled and I'm honored that I have this responsibility. And so in order for me to be able to do that and to have the emotional and physical energy that is required, I have to rely upon him every single day. And every day, like, let's be honest, when you're running your own business, every day is a hustle. And by hustle, it doesn't necessarily mean hustle, hustle, um, running around going crazy because that's not sustainable or maintainable. But every day you must be forward thinking and you must be. You just have to be on top of your game. Yeah, evolving. And because of that, the challenges that come with that, I'm reminded every single day that this business is his and I'm merely just the vessel that he is using. And before I make any decision, I 
ask myself or I ask God essentially, you know, how will this impact my business? Is this the right decision? And is this central to the the values and the um, the vision of where it is that we are going as a team? And I'm so blessed that a vast majority of my, my team is Christian, but then I do also have those who aren't. And it's instilling into them our core values. So essentially they're outworking the mission without even realizing they're outworking the mission. <laughs> um, <laughs> even though they're very, very aware of what it is that we're doing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think essentially um, as a Christian woman in, a woman in business, God has to be at the center of everything you do. And at any time that he moves away from the center, he'll very quickly let you know. Yeah, <laughs> so true. <laughs> um, so do you have – some people have a word, some people have a, a Bible verse. Do you have a word or a Bible verse for the season um, at the minute? And what is it about that? The, the reason it is your word? Um, I actually have a verse that I've been um, meditating on over the last few months, and it is Psalm 1611, which is you'll show me the path of life and in your presence is fullness of joy. Reason being is that the season of last year was such a full-on season of um, we had significant growth but in that growth there was also a lot of challenges and especially November December last year um, moving into the new studio space whilst running all of these group fitness classes and personal training on the side just to kind of help make ends meet I very quickly found myself burning the candle and I could very easily forget what it was like to actually enjoy the process. I think because you get bogged down with the things yeah. that you have to do, that you forget why you're doing what you're doing. And I'm now in a, a season in my business where I'm learning to trust and loosen the ropes. I am a terrible micromanager. And I think that is something that quite often women can be is we want to know the ins and outs of everything that's going on. But to have the growth to make a, a you know a well-functioning business where you can step back from it and it still work without you, you need to allow other people to flourish. And who am I as a leader to prohibit someone else from stepping into their calling? And so for me that is the beginning of the verse where it's you'll show me the path of life. Yeah. Um, where he has this plan, we are going to, and we already are dramatically changing the fitness industry and freeing people from the mentality of fitness is hard and fitness is boring. And, oh, I guess I'll go walk on the treadmill. And we're creating this exceptional group fitness experience where people actually look forward to being there and they have pleasant thoughts rather than negative ones. And in that, I need to have fullness of joy because in this purpose and in the season that he's given me, what's the most important thing? That I'm alive. Anything else can fall apart. Everything else can go by the wayside. All God needs me to do is be alive tomorrow because the greatest gift he has given me is my life. And who am I to question what it is that I will be doing? if I simply 
follow him and if I simply ask him what it is that he needs me to do and staying true to that. So that's that's my verse at the moment. Yeah, it's it's a process and like I said, every single day is a challenge. But if I live in his inconsumable joy, um, I can step on with courage every single day and I can be brave. Yeah. That was incredibly deep. I love it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Good some meat there, girl. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Keep holding on to that verse. I will. I will. And I hope that, yeah, and I really do hope that that speaks to um, so many other women too. Yeah, it will do. So um, where can our listeners find you? So you're on Instagram, you're on Facebook. We are on all the socials. Here at Raw by Beck. Um, so you can find me, Beck Strawn. I'm just, I'm on Instagram at Beck, B-E-K, Strawn. Now my last name is pronounced Strachan. So S-T-R-A-C-H-A-N is how it's spelled, but it's, sorry, it's pronounced Strawn, but it's spelled Strachan. <laughs> it's okay, listeners, if you didn't get that, go onto the blog post for this podcast. We've got profile linked up so in case you miss the spelling thank <laughs> you, you can thank click you. through <laughs> or even easier is we're also at raw by beck so r-a-w-b-y-b-e-k because i'm rebecca like the bible rebecca thank you to my parents <laughs> um and also facebook.com forward slash raw by beck and we're raw by and I've just looked at your website. It's incredibly awesome. Oh, well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> no worries. I do, it's definitely not my workings. Actually, no, it, it, in, the, in the early days it was, but, and it still is, but my PA is incredible at infographics, so she oversees a lot of the design of the website. <laughs> <laughs> Hear that? That's outsourcing of websites. <laughs> Don't get caught up in the tech. Holy moly. No, not at all. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much for coming on. And I'm sure that um, if you're listening at home or in your car, Beck's just given us a world full of knowledge, has shared her awesome story that uh, we hope that you will get something out of. And um, thank you so much for listening. So we'll see you next time, Beck. Thank you so much. I really appreciate um, you taking the time to listen to my story and I just yeah I hope that it helps and touches and inspires so many other women and yeah if they want to reach out to me I am so more than happy to to chat and to answer any questions or to even just say hey or if you need to work out we have online so I can smash you in that way too or if you're in Brizzy come visit me (laughs) (laughs) all of the above (laughs) awesome all right we'll be back in your ears next week so see you then bye for now Sarah Jane here I hope you enjoyed the podcast we'd love it if you could please share this podcast with your friends please rate our podcast on iTunes And for more information about becoming a member of Christian Women in Business, head over to our website, www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au. Catch you next time.